This week on Another Digital Citizen, we yell into the void, and the void yells back. Another another digital another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. citizen. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another digital citizen. I am Fro. Uh, with me, I have Luke. Hi, Luke. Hey, Fro. Hi, everybody. How's it going? It is uh, going okay. Uh, we're just 35 minutes late, so not at all stressed or anything. Uh, I'm not stressed. I'm. I'm not super. I don't have anything. I'm. <laughs> I'm stressed. <laughs> there are things I could do later today, but I don't have to do. You know what I mean? So I'm not really that concerned about it. I can always do them tomorrow because I'm doing nothing tomorrow. So there's that. Mm. Is it a I take a day off day or is it just it's you a, don't have anything? Uh, it's a I planned on doing nothing and everything all in the same day kind of day. <laughs> It's like, oh, I have a day off, so maybe I should plan on doing everything possible on that day because mm-hmm. that's what a day off is, right? When you do everything Nothing. else, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is true. Uh, it's just been uh, today has been a weird day. Uh, uh, first, I was out for doctor's appointment. Then I got home. Then my psychiatrist. Uh, then. I got home again, and uh, then when I got, uh, have had made all my food and everything, I spill it on my fucking bed. All over my bed, I spill my food. Well, uh, were you eating in bed? Because that, that would be a, a reason. Uh, you sp- yes. Okay. <laughs> Don't bring that up. Yeah, it kind of goes <laughs> hand in hand with you. <laughs> Look. Don't give, don't give them the bone. <laughs> That's the thing, though. Some people just like eating in bed. It's not like a. You'd uh, think it would be weird, but right. more people like doing that than you, than you maybe think. You know what I mean? Right. Like, right. Yeah. So I also have my bed in my living room and also use my uh, bed as a chair uh, because I can, I can literally lift lift it up. It is electronic. Oh right, you've so, got yeah, you've got the uh, what do they call? I have a hospital bed. No, there's a. When I was a kid, there were commercials for it on TV. Let me look it up. Uh, okay, but I do have a hospital bed, a Norwegian hospital bed. That's literally what is in my apartment. A good hospital bed. Okay, I remember. Yeah. There was a bed. I remember seeing it on Saturday morning cartoons when I was a kid, which seems weird because I'm not sure why they would be trying to sell. It was like a bed to bed to kids. Yeah. Well, it was like it had uh, it had the ability to turn into a chair, but also be a bed. You know what I mean? Like it, but Mm. it was electronic, just like you're talking about. Except, so like imagine a uh, what do they call those couches uh, where the bed is inside the couch? Uh, You know what I'm talking about? Right. Yeah, Except yeah. a chair, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, welcome to us talking about wigs, uh, weddings. I always wanted uh, one of those when I was a child, like I said. But uh, Oh, they are very comfortable. I love my bed. I also wanted a magic bullet, because that was an amazing infomercial, and I think it probably is the same, same thing. Yeah. Okay, so uh, let's talk about the magic bullet. I have a magic <laughs> bullet. <laughs> I, I also have a magic bullet. They are not that good. No, they're not. They don't make... <laughs> Salsa in two seconds. Right, that's what I, I was going to say, an omelet, but... Because, like, you can't just, like, blend everything together uh, and have it be so an stupid. omelet. You have to, like, yeah, do yeah. the... Che- you have to do the egg and then put the cheese in the middle. Like, that's not an omelet yeah. if you don't, like, yeah. do it separate. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah, no, the magic bullet does not work as it did uh, in the commercials. I'm sorry to... But I remember just watching those commercials and being so entertained. So, like, as far oh, as I commercials goes, some oh, of the yeah, best yeah. commercials ever made, for sure. I could, I could not agree more. Oh, I found it. Okay, the Craftmatic adjustable bed. That's what it, what from the nineties. That was the thing okay. I was thinking of. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't know. This is the Craftmatic adjustable model two. Maybe the one that I saw was the Model 1, but let's check out this commercial and see see what this is all about. <laughs> okay. In 3, 2, 1, go. And our Craftmatic Model 2 adjustable Oh, yeah. That's so exactly relaxing. like my bed. It may even temporarily provide relief from my low back pain, Harry. Yet it cost up to 50 He's definitely talking on the phone with his friend Harry. sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Call toll free to get. Free See, there you go, right into a. Yeah, 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 exactly like my bed. This wonderful bed adjusts to hundreds of relaxing positions. That position yeah. does not look like with your legs no, up and your head down. <laughs> like, look at how it, that is not a comfort. Like, it was practically bent, bent in half. I so wish I knew how much they were back then. Is that Mitt Romney? That looks like a young Mitt Romney. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's definitely her husband as well. What do you think it costs back then? It's 56% less. Oh well, good. Is craftmatic.com still a website you can go to, I wonder? Uh, let me look at it. <laughs> Welcome to us going down the rabbit hole. Matic.com <laughs> It's fifty percent, fifty-six percent less though. So, fifty percent less of what? Not really sure what. <laughs> not sure what less of, but it's fifty-six percent less of something. Of the original price, maybe, or other beds, possibly. I'm not sure. Or it's fifty-six percent cheaper than buying the whole moon. I went to the website, it still exists, and it says it's up to 50% less. So 6%, it's actually 6% less than the original 50. Okay, that's very, because it it was 50% less than something that we don't know of, but now it's 6% less than that. Yeah, I guess it is just inflation. Inflation. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. This silly fucking program. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, we have uh, just had an election here in Norway, but because I don't care, uh, and Tron can scream at me till he gets blue in the face because he's a local politician, and will say it's very important to vote. I didn't vote. Uh, 
because I literally could not care less. Uh, I think local politics in Norway is uh, a waste of time. I, that is my completely honest uh, thing. I, I, I do vote uh, uh, for uh, the government, but local... Here's the thing. Let's say you elect people that are awful in uh, the local election. The things they can do is so bemismally small that it will not interfere in your life. Like they can, they can always like open a road you don't want to be opened. But sure. that's like, yeah. It's it's uh, it doesn't really. I am I'm afraid to say that it doesn't really matter. In America, I'm sure it is different because it's bigger. But a state in Nor in in, in America is as big as all of fucking uh, Norway, except like, for Delaware. Like we said last time. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Do we need to talk Do about Do we have again? to go back to that again? <laughs> <clears throat> well, to be true, uh, Tucker Carlson uh, proved that uh, that state uh, is uh, important. Yeah, definitely. So, mm -hmm. That's true. Anyway, uh, but uh, yeah, so I was thinking, uh, should there be an age limit for people that runs in the local uh, local here well, I think there should be are there age limits for how young you can be can a six-year-old run for office do you know what I think the youngest <laughs> mayor we have ever had in Norway is like 18 or 16 I'm not sure but like are there limits like could a four-year-old run for office is my question probably not right so should there be limits the other way? <laughs> That's the... I I think it should be, but we we literally have a party in Norway that's like called the old party, where I think <laughs> okay, yeah, uh, where I think there's a limit the other way. I think you have to be like sixty to be like a member of it. You have to be the the grumpy old men party. Is that what it's called? Right. Uh, so that means I'm a member. What's, what's that guy? Jack Lemon? Was it Jack that? Lemon, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. His literal last name is Lemon, so. Uh, yeah. The Grumpy Old Men Party. Yeah, I. Uh, Ma Matthew. What was his last name? Matthew. Yeah, Matthew. What was the other guy's name? He was uh, Mr. Matthew. Wilson. I just know him as Mr. Wilson because he was. <laughs> Matthew something. He was uh, Mr. Wilson. Broderick? Mr. Wilson! That's who I'm is thinking. Is Matthew Broderick no, by any chance? No. Matthew Broderick is the, the guy from War Games. Oh. <laughs> anyway, should there be an age limit, do you think? I think there should be age limit. I mean, there already in America are age limit. You can't run for uh, political office before you're a certain age. So why should there not be age limits the opposite way? That's the way I look yeah. at it. Like, if you can't... Don't you have to be 32 to become president of America or something like that? I don't... I think it's 25. Let me look it up. Okay. Yeah, it's 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 a weird thing. I, I, I honestly think that it should be uh, 18. 
because that's the age of when you vote. So oh, thirty-five. You were right. You were more right. Yeah. I thought it was twenty-five for some reason. Hmm. Hmm. Why is there? This is another question that's uh, related, according to Google. Why is there no upper age limit for the president? There is no max limit for presidents because the Constitution does not state a max age limit. The qualifications for serving president are outlined in the Constitution. The U.S. Constitution sets out specific eligibility requirements to be a president. So, like I said, you have to be 35, but if you're yeah. 104, that is not. Yeah. yeah. I uh, I think there should okay. Let me be really controversial. Look, uh, I think there should be. Uh, uh, so in Norway, we have this test uh, when you get very much old, you have to take take a driver's uh, test after. I think it's after you become seventy, and uh, you have to take the driver's test like every forty years or something to keep your driver's license. I think it should be the same thing uh, with people uh, to vote, even. Because I, I, I think if you're, like, full of dementia and don't really know your senses, why the fuck should you vote? Well, the problem with that is then you get into the issue of, like, uh, people, unhoused people who aren't, taking like the problem with America specifically I'm not talking about Norway is that mm -hmm. we don't have good mental health care here right. so yeah, that's the problem. then you have unhoused people who aren't mentally sound and they don't have any ability right. to like choose whether or not they want do you see what I'm saying like they don't have a choice yeah. you're right yeah I am no, I see that. I uh, I think I'm talking from a Norwegian right, exactly. <laughs> point of view. Yeah, yeah, if we had great, uh, if we had universal healthcare, I would say that That's is awesome. that is totally yeah. true. And I would yeah. be like, yeah, I agree with you, but yeah. we don't have universal healthcare. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but uh, why are people talking about this, I wonder? Could it be because uh, one of uh, the president, at least one of the presidential candidates is wearing di diapers? Uh, because they are old. In the eyes of Americans, age brings experience and seniority to elected office, but that does that outweigh the concerns of elected officials who might be out of a touch and unable to do their job past the age of 75? Mm -hmm. Amid increased attention lately on older officials, including both party leaders, meaning, uh, what's his, uh, why can't I remember his name? Uh, Mitch McConnell. Because you're getting old. <laughs> right. Many Americans think these jobs are too demanding for those over the age of 75 uh, through a sizable number. So we've got some... It's, it's, this is a, a YouGov poll. Uh, mm -hmm. Holding elected office over age of 75, 53% said uh, that it's too demanding on the president and 54% it's said that senators it's too demanding for you to be over 75 in that position um, yeah only nine and ten percent said it's not too demanding yeah i mean that is an overwhelming majority of people saying that you need to go away like i said <laughs> yeah and i in the same poll they are also talking about uh elected officials over 75 uh 80 uh risk uh, being out of touch Duh, 
<laughs> Especially like I would like 50 years ago, maybe not, yeah. but like the computer no, was yeah. invented 30 years ago or the personal mm -hmm. commute, like the PC was invented like 30 years ago. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. That was a huge I jump in technology that these people don't seem to understand. Uh, yeah. Tick. Remember the TikTok uh, hearings where they were like, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, but does it, does it connect to your Wi-Fi? <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. Seventy-eight percent say that it uh, raises concerns about their job ability. Again, I want to say, duh. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't like it could be raised. Like, I don't want to say everybody above seventy-five is in the same boat, you know, because some no. people, no, no, just Bernie Sanders, right, have the ability or are cognizant and they still are there and they still, yeah. but like, that's the rare, like, yeah, yeah. It's the rare ex exception for sure. But I, I do think that when we, I, I, I literally, I literally don't think Biden should uh, run because of his age. Like I have absolutely no problem saying that. I, I, I think, I think it automatically disqualifies him. Uh, I have other things that automatically disqualifies Trump, but it's like, yeah, <laughs> I, I I don't think Biden is uh, 110% there. I think know, another thing me. that added to this whole discussion this week was that Nancy Pelosi decided that she's going to run for re-election also, as well as Nancy Pelosi. Oh, Nancy Pelosi. Sorry, I didn't hear what you said. Right, and Diane Feinstein is also going to run for re-election, even though she's literally dying in a chair. Um, right. So, do you think they are the ones that are deciding that, or is it be people that are holding their hands? Nancy Pelosi actually did a whole. Uh, she did an interview saying, "Oh well, I, um, I never thought I would uh, be." It, trying to run for elected office this late in my life, but I have mm. to do it because uh, there's, I guess there's no one else that can do it for her, apparently, right? Yeah, yeah that's that's like the mentality. is like nobody Absolutely else can do this nobody. unless I do it because yeah, why? I'm the best. I don't know. Maybe I'm it has something to best. maybe it has something to do with uh, <laughs> your husband. Uh, yeah, I don't no. know. No, no. Don't say that, Luke. No, it's not okay. true. That's not definitely has nothing to do. Net with Wall Street. Okay, oh, I um, shouldn't say, <laughs> I shouldn't say net because that's Russian. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, no. There's. De I mean, we've been talking about it for a couple of weeks, and this is starting to yeah. really come up. And then to just this morning, uh, they're talking about uh, impeaching Biden now also right. which is yeah. an, another whole thing that we don't have in the yeah. news but i don't really know what's going on with it yet i don't i don't what i've heard is that this whole impeachment thing is completely untangible because they don't actually have the votes you know what i mean right. because the of of the the breakdown of congress so <sighs> i so wish you had real voting in america not that stupid voting depends on which voting you're talking about because yeah we're Depends. yeah yeah exactly state elections <laughs> or are you talking about federal elections or yeah it's all over it's it, oh and now i'm just seeing now that i go to the next article we're about to talk to about talk about mitt mm. romney who i literally was just 
talking about when we were talking about the Kraft Medic adjustable bed, says he won't seek re-election. Good. It says Utah GOP Senator Mitt Romney, former presidential candidate and governor, won't seek re-election in 2024. Okay, Good. there you go. Good. Well, talking about old men, um, <laughs> let's talk about the old man in the picture of this article. Kendall? That's a nice name. Uh, China is preparing for war with the U.S. You have to be scared. Look, are you scared about uh, China? I'm more afraid of our own government officials saying these kind of things, but Air Force Secretary... No, no, look at this carrot, uh, Look, You have to look at this carrot. This okay. carrot is the pretty one this week. Forget about what we said about Russia last week. Look at this carrot now. Oh, okay. well, no. Now, <laughs> as of yesterday, North Korea and Russia are working together because they had... A, oh. They had uh, Kim Jong-un and Putin had a meeting yesterday mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah so they work together yeah air force secretary frank kendall on monday warned that china was building up its military <laughs> to prepare for potential war with the u.s and he said americans must optimize their forces to counter the rising threat speaking of yeah. the air for or air and space forces association warfighter symposium i don't even <laughs> Like, mm -hmm. somebody wrote that out and wasn't like, this is cringe. Uh, Kendall said the U.S. must be ready for, uh, quote-unquote, kind of war we have no modern experience with. War is not inevitable. Our job is to deter that war and be ready for, ready to win if it occurs. We're talking about the fact that air and space forces must change. Do you mean the Space Force that literally was invented four years ago? <laughs> like, didn't exist before, like, th a couple years ago? That that thing that just now was invented needs to change? Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah, it's it's important that you believe this character. Uh, because, I mean, you have to be scared. Because it's very important that you're scared, Luke. Because that is the thing that you need to be. Specifically in don't space. Ask, don't ask questions about it, by the way. Specifically war in space, according to this. Yeah. But Kendall said it was also vital to prepare for war because China is developing its forces at a rapid pace and has created yeah. two military, two new military branches, a force designed to counter aircraft carriers, airfields, and other assets, and a strategic support service that would work to achieve information dominance in the space of cyber domains. Yeah. Okay. So the, an info war. I feel like there's uh, one yeah. guy out there with a giant head hmm. who talks about gay frogs that might uh, might yeah. see this and hmm. Hmm. who could that be? I wonder. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Are you ready for another controversial take? Uh, look, okay. I'm in the controversial uh, corner this this week. Yeah, I got one too. So go ahead. Yeah. I don't think you should be afraid of China. That is my very controversial opinion. Here's my controversial opinion. Maybe they're getting ready for war with us because we are the ones we, in, we in, are the ones that are currently like sending people to Taiwan and putting our ships in the in the China Sea and uh, no. 
we're not antagonizing it no. to make them prepare for war with us. No, uh, at all. Absolutely not. Right. No. There's no, no it's nothing their controversial. Fault. Yeah, exactly. How it's... dare they prepare for war against <laughs> us who are sending ships into their own, into their sea? <laughs> How dare they be afraid of us? Now we should be afraid of them. Right. That's exactly. The correct way. Yeah. That's that makes so much sense. I don't understand. Uh -huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if you knew this, but 9/11 was this week. Uh, I think I think I have this strange feeling that after 9/11, all of this fucking changed. I mean, it wasn't as bad as it was uh, now. Like 9/11 definitely changed the scariness of of uh, war for um, most people. I would say. I think that well, the early. I think we've just reverted pre nine eleven. Mm, we're yeah. back in the Red Scare. Like, yeah, we're worried about the Cubans and stuff at this yeah. point. Like, oh my gosh, yeah. the evil, the the Red Scare, the evil Cubans and Russians and Chinese. Those scary, re those scary Reds are after us. That's what it feels more yeah, like to me. Castro is still in power. Right. The the, com the evil communists are after us. <laughs> Yeah, and especially Castro, because he's not dead or anything. Right, yeah, it's, uh, I feel like we're back in, definitely back in the Red Scare more than anything yeah. else. I don't even think it's like, 9-11 was the brown scare because we were afraid of uh, Arab right. people. This is the But uh, the what Red I scare. mean is, it, I, think, I think media is more playing along now uh, than before 9-11, but that's because... Uh, I, I I hate to say this, but fear sells. Like uh, fear is one of those things that gets people talking. I mean, uh, if you're not afraid of anything, uh, why? Uh, how can they then sell you a weapon? I I talked a little about this uh, this week because guess what? I had a birthday also this week uh, on 9/11. Because it's my birthday. That's what that date is uh, known for. Everybody. Yeah, everybody. Yes, yes. That date is my date. Uh, but uh, <laughs> uh, and I, I said it uh, to someone I was out eating dinner to that I, I believe that after nine eleven, uh, like I remember, like it, it was tense before nine eleven. But thing has become more tensing now because fear sells, and if you're not afraid of anything, like I said, you 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 can't sell people weapon. You can't uh, get them to invest in in troops. Uh, you can't get them invested in patro uh, patriarchal uh, things uh, if they're not scared. So they have to remind you and scare you. Every fucking week. Right, I just think this current iteration of that that we're going through is more like the Red Scare where, uh, you know, tuck your head and get under your desk at school because a bomb sure. is going to drop on you kind of meant Like, that's the same but kind I, of... I think it's, it's the same, think, it's the same yeah. scare tactic. They're oh, just going pre-xenophobia uh, of middle, the Middle East. Right. Yeah, yeah. Because that's no, all involved. I, like I, I, the whole think, thing in Afghanistan yeah. 
started with the Russians, right? Yeah, yeah. So, oh, yeah, yeah. Totally. But I think I think it's a beautiful combination of Red Scare and also uh, working with, with the tactics of 9-11. So they are almost like combining them together. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's all what the fucking Patriot Act was about. Like, uh, And believe it or not, it's still a thing. Yeah, and I think... The th- one of the things to come out of like uh, the se- early seventies, late sixties was like the um, the McCarthy era, and like mm-hmm. just going after people for oh this guy is a a, a red spy. He's a you know he's a, a um, communist sympathizer. Those kind of things, and I think we see those kind of things kind of mm, bubbling up slowly in this a- a- era also. Specifically, this one thing, there was a spy in Parliament at the British Commons. Uh, uh, of course there is. Two men have been arrested under the Official Act, Official Secrets Act over allegations that Parliament researchers paid them to spy for China. Researchers have linked several senior consecutive MPs, including Security Minister Tom... Oh, jeez. Tugendart? Tugendat? Uh, foreign doubts, Affairs yeah. Committee committee and Foreign Affairs Committee Chairperson Al- Alicia Kearns. The Britain was arrested along with another man by officers on in March on suspicion of by, spying for Beijing. Uh, this was revealed by the Sunday Times. Officers for the Metropolitan, Metropolitan Police Counterterrorism Command, which oversees espionage-related re- offenses, are currently investigating. One of the men was in the 30s and was de- de- detained in Oxfordshire in March, while the, the other in his 20s was arrested in Edinburgh at Scotland Yard. One of my favorite movies of all time is Spy Hard. <laughs> I love that movie. Uh, was that uh, Leslie Nielsen? Yeah. Yeah. I, with, uh, yeah with a weird Al Youngwich singing uh, the intro. Is that the one that had um, jeez, uh, I can't remember his name. The famous American actor, jeez, uh, I don't remember. Yeah, I do remember that. That was a good movie. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I always like the Naked Gun movies more than oh, anything I love else, them. obviously. Yeah, and I, it's it's a little like it's uh, it's Spy Hard crossed with uh, uh, what is it called? Good Night and Good Luck. What a, do you remember what that movie called, was called again? I think it was called Good Night and Good Luck. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It was called that, yeah. Yeah. And this is also, like, going back to, like, what you were talking about, the Red Fair. Like, I I, I don't I don't doubt at all that China has spies everywhere. Oh, yeah, but no. Do you, I... do you know what I also don't doubt for a second? That you do. <laughs> there was a whole thing in Canada recently about the ch- the secret Chinese police. Have you heard about this yeah. in Canada? Yeah, yeah, I and, did hear about this. Yeah. yeah, it's all. I mean, I'm not even saying that these people aren't Chinese spies. There's a good right. chance they probably are. I'm just yeah. saying, like, don't buy into the scare tactics. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. It's wrestling those carrots that we were talking about before. It just seems like there's bigger things to worry about like the entire world is about to burn 
So, like, <sighs> why would we... You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, so let's talk about guns, uh, because that's uh, what I love to talk about uh, uh, as a pacifist as I'm, um, I am. Uh, get to, guess what? Uh, United States that loves uh, war, I wonder why, uh, announces that they will give one billion, one billion dollars <laughs> uh, to Ukraine in aid package in a surprise visit. Remember when we pulled out of, out of Afghanistan and I said at the time, this is a literal quote for me, I said, oh, it's just in time for us to get into a war with Russia. <laughs> I do remember that. Well, U.S. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken has announced $1 billion in aid to Ukraine during a surprise visit Wednesday, that's last week, mm-hmm. uh, the upcoming package, which includes $175 million for weapons, brings the U.S. security assistance to more than $43.2 billion since the start of Russia's invasion of its ex-Soviet neighbor. The Pentagon said the latest security aid package would include depleted uranium tank yeah. ammunition for use in Abrams yeah. tanks. Yeah, because that's aid, you know. Uranium, that's the first thing I think of when I think of uh, giving aid to people. I don't think food, no. I think uranium. Depleted uranium bullets, <laughs> right, which are, to most people, considered a war crime, just like... No! Shit! Really? Yeah. yeah. I didn't know. Um, and our response to people saying that that's a war crime was, well, if they don't want to be shot with those, then they should just leave. Yeah. That was our response to that. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you just leave, then? Okay. Uh, We're committing war crimes. Just leave already. <laughs> We're inviting your country. No, well, if you don't like it, just leave. <laughs> uh, it's a little like <laughs> the first <clears throat> when Columbus came came to America and just like said to the Indians, so if you don't like me taking your your land, just leave them. <laughs> I, I also think it's weird that we, as, like, leftists, are, like, some of the only people saying, don't go to war. Uh, yeah. Stop funding. Uh, like, stop killing people. Like, that's really what, the when you boil it down, that's our policy is, maybe don't murder people. And and, yeah. and yet, we are the weird leftists. We're not, like... Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. No, we're definitely the weird ones that don't want war. I mean, come on. Everybody loves war. I just think... It was so convenient that we happened to get out of Afghanistan right before this happened. That's what I, I'm just saying, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think it's convenient. I think it's uh, what I would call a shitty-shitty plan. I would Uh, call it a reallocation of resources, is what I would call it, yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, maybe they will find out one day that uh, who killed JFK was really a Russian that had lived in China his whole life. Uh, if you don't remember correctly, JFK was assassinated right after saying he didn't want to um, go after the Cubans. Hmm. You during the, could have during the Red it. Scare. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Hmm. And then they was murdered by the CIA. I mean, not by the CIA is what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. Definitely not. Uh, ex- but an ex secret servant, ex secret service agent. Who was a, that is hard to say. Who was yeah. feet away from JFK when he was shot. 
has broken his decade-old silence and cast out on the quote-unquote single bullet theory held by the mm-hmm. uh, commission which investigated the assassination. Uh, based on discrepancies between things he saw on the day of the assassination and reports from the commission, quote-unquote, uh, Paul Landis said, I'm beginning to doubt myself now that I begin to wonder. Landis' recollection recollection of Kennedy's death is bound to fuel those who believe multiple shooters killed the late president, yet his remarks coming out a month after he releases a memoir differ from two different written statements which he turned in shortly after the assassination. Right, so he, this is, he, he's, you know, old, this is, people are calling this like a deathbed confessional, basically. Right. Right, he's, yeah, yeah. What he says is, this is what he says, according to him, he found the magic bullet. You know what the magic right. bullet is, right? Yeah, I think everybody yeah, knows. Yeah. It's the bullet that had to have killed two people somehow and taken a right-hand turn to go yeah. through the president and then kill Watch another guy. JFK, right. uh, by uh, Oliver Stone. Right, he, this guy says he found the bullet in the car yeah. and then placed it on the stretcher of yeah. the president. Um, at, yeah. at the hospital, he put it in his pocket at the scene, took the bullet, and then placed it on the stretcher at the hospital. Like, so yep. he was there at the crime scene and yep. was with the president all the way up until he was at, in the hospital. And this guy right. is saying, I don't. I think there was probably a second shooter. Yeah. If there's anybody more credible than this, I would like to find them. <laughs> yeah. Remember when he was going to testify and he was killed, the only shooter? That was weird. Hmm. wonder why that happened. It says here, Landis also said he did not think the bullet went too deeply into Kennedy before popping, quote-unquote, popping back out prior to the president's removal from the car he was in. Worried someone would try to pocket it as a souvenir, Landis said he took the bullet and placed it next to the stretcher, uh... That had Kennedy on it, right? Like I said, <laughs> uh, going public with this contradictions of the official assassination narrative was not an easy decision, as his lengthy wait to do so suggests. He says, "I didn't want to talk about it. I was afraid. I started to think, did I do something wrong? There was a fear I might have done something wrong, and I shouldn't talk about it." Right. Mm. Like I said, this is like a deathbed. Like he's not long. I think this is one of those things where he has been thinking about this, like, most of his life, and he was like, I need to tell somebody before, like, I don't want to go to, go to my grave with this on my conscience, kind of thing, yeah. I totally get that. I really do. Uh, Okay, I wish the next thing was the most crazy thing that we talk about in the news, but I think it's literally the next one. Right. Um, <laughs> a little teaser for people out there. Yes, UFOs are not uh, the crazy thing that we will talk about this week. Because I, I believe in UFOs. I don't believe in the next thing we will talk about. But uh, research shows bodies uh, of reported non-human uh, belongs to Mexican Congress. Yeah, this, uh, when we first saw this, I was like, this has to be in, like, one random thing. But it's this is being reported by multiple sources. A journalist yeah. and researcher on Unidentified Anomalous Phenomenon, or UAPs, otherwise known as UFOs, uh, presented the remains of a 
purported non-human being to lawmakers in Mexico yesterday, Tuesday. Jamie Mausen brought two boxes containing what he said were small stuffed bodies of extraterrestrials recovered in 2017 in Peru. He said carbon dating carried out by National Autonomous University of Mexico had determined that the remains were between 700 and 18,000 or 1800 years old. That's pretty old. Each of the figures has only three fingers on each hand, uh, resembling at least superficially the character E.T. from Hollywood. Yeah, it looks like a prop from that movie. That's exactly what it looks like. I remember um, they were selling a VHS when I was a kid that was like uh, the real alien autopsy VHS. You remember that? Right, I yeah. do remember that. I remember seeing it in magazines and... You can probably find it on YouTube still, probably. and it's totally yeah, been yeah. proven to be fake. Yeah, it's obviously. bullshit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but it's a very good uh, fake, and um, yeah, it, it, I, 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 I think there's life on other planets. I, I, I believe in evolution, uh, and it would be fucking strange that we would be the only living thing in a universe that is expanding and also is going on forever. Uh, I I don't think it's logical to think that we are the only uh, intelligent beings. And to be honest, when I uh, think of all the things that we have talked about, I doubt that we are that intelligent that we think. Um, but but it's just, I don't, I don't, I honestly don't think... Uh, uh we have alien uh, bodies uh here on earth i don't think so what if this was found in a like a pyramid temple in peru and these actually are 700 right. years old and like like these are mummified <laughs> like that that were here from like it said 700 years ago i don't know I guess it's possible. I think this is more than likely a uh, mermaid kind of situation where they just right. tied a fucking tail onto a monkey kind of situation. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It says here, yeah. DNA evidence could prove specimens were not of this planet, but it's not clear if any tests have been carried out. At least right. one previous claim by the same man uh, about purported non-human remains in Peru has currently been de- debunked as of 2015. So this guy has already done this once. So there yeah. you go. <laughs> okay, let's talk. <laughs> let's talk about something really, really, really serious, Luke. Okay. Because, I mean, what is more serious than Barack Hussein Obama uh, being both gay? And also a crack addict. I mean, it's definitely relevant to the current political... Oh, wait. He hasn't been in politics <laughs> in, like, ten years? Oh. So it doesn't have anything to do with current politics. It's just this... Tucker Carlson was like, I want to prove that this guy's a, a gay crack addict? I guess. Sure. I, 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 I say this. I don't want to talk about his name because uh, his his name I don't care, and also he's uh, he's one of it's been 
proven again and again that this guy is a grifter. And not only is he a grifter, he's a criminal. Uh, 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 has a criminal uh, record. Not only that, he's, he's a poser. Even worse yeah. than all that, he he claims to be like a, a, like a, what's a good word for it? A salt of the earth kind of guy. But this is a guy who mm. went to like an Ivy League school and uh, didn't have to work for a damn thing in his entire life. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and then he claims that he's on this side of things when actually he's, he's a Harvard fucking whatever. You know what I mean? Like this guy's as blue blood as they get. Yeah, and uh, also, also he's very clearly uh, very deluded. I mean, it is, it is, uh, he has been saying these things for, what is it, 15 years um, now? Oh, I was, I was talking about Tucker, but yeah, this guy. Uh, yeah. This guy is already the guy who's claiming these things has been proven wrong in the past already. This is like a rehash right. thing, like you said from fifteen years ago. Yeah, yeah, and it's 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 it is so clearly that he is doing this uh, because he's desperate for ratings. That's the only reason why Tucker Carlson is doing this. I also think he thinks that some younger people don't remember it and so he can redo it and that they're all gonna act like it's real even though it's already been it's like a it's rehashing something to try to make it work again even though it didn't work the first time right yeah but it doesn't even make sense because like why are you going after obama like how does that help your side like how does that help any electoral electorally how does that help any republican to prove that Obama is gay and like, let's say Obama is gay and does do crack. How does that change anything? (laughs) Right. That's my, that's my point is like, it doesn't actually fucking matter. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Let's say it all came out and it's true. Would I care? No. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but Carlson, uh, while everything about him is in bad taste, he, Really outdid himself this week. Uh, clearly desperate for ratings, he interviewed this man who claimed he took drugs and had sex with Barack Obama while the young politician was working in the Illinois government just before his uh, rise, rise to power. According to this man, he was the only man to have drug-fueled dalliances with Obama, but no one else around, uh, with no one else around to speak up about it because they were all... Uh, Murdered by the Obama com- campaign. Right. Okay. <laughs> murdered. Remember that. Murdered. He claimed that. Uh, okay. N- nobody has ever been able to verify his claims. One Duh. imagines many news outlets have deployed considerable resources in attempting to confirm this. Despite yes. that fact, uh, he claims that Obama was running around all around Chicago doing crack and powder cocaine, making stops at the comforting <laughs> inn for oral sex. Nobody else seems to know anything about it, which is strange because yeah. at all, at, at the time this supposedly took place, Obama had a public profile as a politician. These claims are either unverifiable because all witnesses have been murdered or because the whole thing is complete nonsense. <laughs> One or the other. Y- I think everybody has been murdered. 
I think the funniest part of this whole thing is like in the interview that I like the the parts that I've seen. Uh, he says, "Oh, they introduced I saw the whole thing. he introduced uh, him as Obama. They introduced yeah. him as Obama to me, but Obama yeah. didn't call himself Obama at the time. Right. He went by Barry. He yeah. it wasn't until later in his political life that he started being called Obama, right?" Yeah. So yeah, no, this guy's just the whole, wrong. <laughs> I saw the whole thing. Uh, don't ask me why, but I did. Uh, I think I have never laughed as much as I did uh, when I watched it. But uh, but it, but it's so it's so obvious. Uh, yeah, I I really don't understand it, and uh, I wish Tucker Carlson would. Uh, be an enemy of Obama, so we could get rid of him. It, you know what it feels like is like, it feels like reaching for, uh, reaching back and trying to like re-establish the the Tea Party idea from like the right. from the yeah. Obama era, where it's like trying to like the whole thing here is like he's gay, and so that's the that's bad, right? Yeah, like we all know that George W. Bush did cocaine it, you yeah. know what i mean like uh i'm pretty sure most presidents in the modern era have admitted to doing drugs so the only bad part here would be that he's gay and he's lying about it mm -hmm. first of all he's not running for president he's not running for any elected office who fucking cares if he's gay oh, yeah. if he actually is gay great have fun mm -hmm. suck a dick mm -hmm. i don't give a shit yeah right. yeah <laughs> Yeah, it felt very much felt like Tucker Carlson was uh, doing fellatio on the guy he was interviewing. I have never been, seen Tucker Carlson so happy in in my entire life than this interview. Do you think Tucker believes it, or do you think it's no. all just ratings no. and he's just playing? Yeah, no. He's kind of playing this guy a little bit, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. No. No. He, he doesn't believe it. Do you think the other guy it. believes any of it? Or no, is he just no, a... I don't think either of them believe, believes right. it. It's a, yeah. it's a con man conning a con man. Yes. To try to con uh, stupid people. Yeah. Yes. Well, we're not stupid, look. Uh, sometimes. I wouldn't say all the time, but sometimes we're stupid. Sometimes we're not stupid. Are we? I don't think we're stupid. Sometimes... Maybe. I think everybody's uh, stupid sometimes, right? I mean, mm. nobody goes through life being <laughs> perfectly, like, the smartest ever. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, that's why we are millionaires. Uh, because we're so smart. Both of us. I think anybody who's, like, a millionaire is more a sociopath than anything. Is being a sociopath <laughs> make you smart? I mean, that's a... That's debatable, I suppose. I, I guess so, yeah. I mean, uh, Trump is a, a social bat, and I don't think he is clever. To become uh, a millionaire, you have to walk down the street and see a homeless per person and say, "I they don't need what I have. That's right. sociopathic behavior. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, we have a millionaire that calls for mass unemployment. What? Yeah. Uh, this is an Australian guy, I think. Uh so yeah, go ahead and give me a countdown. I think it's uh, like a less than a minute long. Okay, in three, two, one, play. Here's his lesson. I think the problem that we've had is that we've 
yeah, we, we have... People decided they didn't really want to work so much anymore through COVID, and that has had a massive issue on productivity. Okay. You know, tradies have definitely... Yeah, people didn't want to work they have been paid a, paid a before COVID. To I want to just point that out. There wasn't a point before COVID where everybody's like, I love working. What I want to do in my life is just work all the time. We need to see pain in the economy. We need to remind people that they work for the employer, not the other way around. What? That's not how it works, though. No. Employees feel the employer is extremely lucky to have them. What? They are lucky to have them. So it's a dynamic that has to change. We've got to kill that attitude, and that has to come through hurting the economy. What is he talking about? That has to come through hurting the economy in the whole global economy. Trying to increase unemployment to get that to some sort of normality. And we're seeing it. I think what every employer now is seeing it. I mean, there is definitely massive layoffs going on. Disturbing people person. I'm not be talking about it, but people are definitely laying people off and we're starting to see less arrogance in the employment market. <laughs> and that has to less so it has arrogance. Cost balance. No. Okay. What the fuck was that? That's uh, how rich people view the quota, uh, the cattle, you know what I mean? Remember that Fox interview where the guy's like, uh, the the working cattle like uh, yeah we have to they they have to feel the pain you know what when he says that in this he says they have to feel the pain you know what it reminds me of eight passengers lady talking about her children <laughs> where she's like they need to feel the pain and to understand that they're yeah. wrong they don't yeah, understand yeah. that they're wrong right now so we what we need to do is hurt them. And then they'll yeah, understand yeah. they're wrong. That's definitely not a abusive relationship at all whatsoever. What a fucking psychopath. Right. Yeah. I. The scary part is he's just saying out loud what a lot of rich people are thinking. Right. Yeah. Hey, do you want to talk about the TV? Uh, I will start. I have seen more than you. Um, I know that you love everything that has to do with Arthur and... The Kings, uh, those kind of movies. Oh, uh, I thought you were videos. talking about the uh, cartoon from PBS from the 90s, Arthur. No, no, I'm go. talking about the sore fighting. Right, man. okay. Um, well, I on the other side. I don't really uh, uh, dislike it. Uh, there's a series of books by Bernard uh, Cornwell. Uh, he has written a lot of books about like uh, uh, very loved uh, Arthurian legends. That's sure. what 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 you call it. Uh, and this is from the Warlord Chronicles. I want to say never heard uh, of this. Sorry, never heard of it. Uh, well, that's because you don't really care about things like that. Sure. It is from a TV station I have never heard about in my entire life. Okay. So that's a good start. It's called ITVX. Oh, I think... Of. No, it's their... It's ITV's uh, streaming service. So I actually have heard of this. Ah. Right. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's what I... I, I think I read that recently or something. Yeah. Mm. So this is... Uh, uh, is set in the 5th century, long before Britain was united. It is uh, following uh, Arthur uh, uh, Pendragon. Uh, and 
it is like it is Game of Thrones if Game of Thrones was uh, set in a more uh, plausible uh, setting. This maybe what I would compare it to. Okay. Uh, fucking hell, this was boring. Uh, I usually like things like this. Uh, I, I saw there were three episodes out, and I was looking for something to watch uh, uh, because it was the beginning of the week, and I didn't know that there was 16 other shows that was coming out this week all of a sudden. Um, but uh, yeah, I am going to give it a four out of ten and say don't watch it. Uh, nobody that you know is in it. Uh, it's badly uh, pasted. Paste, pasted, yeah, paste, paste, paste. There we go. Okay. Uh, the manuscript is uh, so so. I think my only like good thing about it is that it's pretty close to the books. I I I think it's it's doing a pretty okay job. But I like the books more than I I like the TV show. So that was very very fun. Uh... I uh, am going to talk about another show uh, very fast that I know that you will uh, probably never see because it's on Apple TV+. Plus. Okay. Uh, it's called The Shameshling. Um, it is... <laughs> okay. Yeah. It is uh, set in New York. And it's about this odyssey of a guy called Apollo... And uh, his uh, uh, wife Emma, uh, and they are uh, are looking to find out what happened to their son that was removed from them. And uh, removed they travel. From them? What does that mean? Well, take take taken from them by the taken. state or by like by the, by the government. Yeah. Oh, okay. So uh, they travel through haunted uh, places. They meet uh, witches, demons, uh, and of course uh, racist cops because that's also in this world for some reason. What? Okay. Yes. Uh, this show does not know what it wants to be. That is what it, I felt like when I was watching it. Uh, I have seen a lot of like Apple TV Plus uh, originals, and I am I am a little bit confused by this because it's like uh, he has this. Uh, 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 it, it feels like it wants to be like uh, an an adventure uh, TV show, but uh, also like fantasy, but. Uh, mainly a drama about how hard it is to be a black person. So it's like, why why can you not tell that story without like setting it in a fantasy world? Like black people and the, their history in the United States are are filled with uh, uh, terrible terrible his, uh, history. So I don't really understand what it is uh, trying to. Betray, so it feels extremely muddled. That's that's what I, I I will say. It also feels like it doesn't really understand what it wants to be. Apparently, it's uh, based on a book. 
Is what Sorry? I'm it's based on a book, apparently. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm two episodes and I'm out of this as well. I I will probably give it a four as well. I, I didn't like any of the two shows I'm starting with. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's talk about something that didn't change at all. Tiny Toon Luniversity. Did you ever watch Tiny Toons when you were a kid? <laughs> I did, yeah. This is the same show. They like yeah. literally didn't change anything. And it still maintained quality, I guess. It was. It had some funny like references to, in the first episode to older. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the word for it? Non tiny tunes. Older things. Yeah, yeah. Not what uh, lo- Looney Tunes that aren't tiny. Because I, I mm-hmm. always preferred the tiny tunes to Looney Tunes. But obviously, Animaniacs is above all of them. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Because we are on Animaniacs. I think Animaniacs was basically a parody of Tiny Toons, in a way. Yeah, More or less, yes. Uh, but yeah, no, this felt very nostalgic to watch. Definitely. Uh, I, I was like, this, this is nice. Yeah, it just felt uh, like they went back to... It kind of... Uh, when we saw Beavis and Butthead at the remake, and we were kind of like, this is going to be bad, and then it turned out to just mm-hmm. be, oh, they just are redoing Beavis and Butthead. That's what this felt like. It felt like they weren't trying to, like, change it in any way. They were just like, let's recreate the formula that worked in the first place. Yeah, or right. Futurama, like we talked yeah, about. That, yeah, exactly. That was another one. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's kind of interesting that you can notice that where other shows... I guess things like, uh, what's a good one? Uh, the Fuller House, where they like had right. to change all this stuff to like modernize yeah. it. It's like, yeah. you can just redo the same thing. That's what everybody liked the first time. Right. Yeah. Uh, what are you going to give it as a score? Oh, that's a good question. It was fun. I mean, it's definitely something that is for kids, yeah. but I can see like, I can see liking it as an adult also because it got callbacks to like things that only adults would understand right definitely um yeah i don't know uh six oh yeah i gave it a 6.5 so okay. we're not far away from each other hey uh look do you know what i need in my life what another walking dead tv show uh, yeah definitely i definitely needed I mean, this for sure that is what I need. You know what I, I wanted in my one. zombie show is um, religious uh, <laughs> religious dogma and propaganda is what I wanted in my zombie show. Yeah, and I also wanted to be set in France for some fucking reason. And listen, I didn't finish Walking Dead, so I have no idea how he got there or why he got there. Like, I didn't watch the last like three seasons of Walking Dead. <laughs> You know what I mean? I stopped watching when they went to the rock quarry. That was the season yeah, yeah. that I stopped watching. Yeah, and I stopped watching when when uh, they put the bat to that and jumped in time. That was the same season. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah this is called Wa- The Walking Dead, Daryl Dixon. Uh, guess what? It is uh, Norman Reedus playing Daryl Dixon in a Walking Dead spinoff. That we definitely, definitely needed because it's so fucking good and relevant oh, to today. Because yes. everybody loves Walking Dead, 
Um, because Christ. you know what just came out? The meme, the zombie kid meme. That just happened <laughs> this week. So we needed... Oh, wait, that was like 30 years uh, ago? Oh, okay. This feels so fucking dated. It is, it is, it is probably their worst spinoff to date. In the first 10 minutes, there's no dialogue, and I was hoping yeah. the entire show would be that. <laughs> that would be so... That would have been a better show. Better. Right. Yes. <laughs> uh, but uh, I, uh, I'm going to give it a 3 out of 10 look. Woohoo! I gave it a 4. I mean, it's still like... um, It's decently shot. The, the acting's actually pretty bad in it. Uh, except right. for like, That's... except for Norman Reedus, he's decent. Right, but he doesn't. He's very good. Yeah. He plays this character that doesn't emote, so to yeah. like act without emoting is a little bit easier than having to have emotions. Right. Yeah. Okay, your turn. Oh yeah, uh, let's talk about uh, Dear Child. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a interesting show. It's what I would it say is. it's a dra- horror drama because it definitely mm-hmm. has like some horror sci-fi type elements where like you mm-hmm. don't know if this child has like psychic abilities or not. Right. Yeah. So uh, it's a German show, uh, and uh, for people that uh, really want uh, me to fuck up the pronunciation of things, it's called Liebeskind in German. It's apparently uh, also it based off of a book. Also, uh, mm. it it's decent. Uh, the the acting is really good. The, definitely, at least the uh, the dub was really bad in this, but not as bad yeah. as another dub I saw this week. So um, <laughs> that's funny. I I think I have that on my list. Yes. It, they just it just felt really off with the dub. So if you're gonna watch more of this, I yeah. don't watch. Like I got halfway through the first episode and was like, I can't listen to this anymore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I um, I turned on German pretty fast as well. Yeah, where like usually I'd you know be able to handle it, but like yeah, yeah. this was just very uh just felt off. It like why didn't mm-hmm. they just find at least some like at least one European sounding person. To like right. voice it over, right? They sound way too American, right? Uh, I think my biggest complaint about this show is that I have seen the movie uh, called The Room uh, with Brie Larson. Uh, I have seen that movie. I think this was more interesting than that movie, though. Like oh, it had deeper aspects That's a terrible, terrible movie. Um, I, I'm just saying, I have. I have uh, I have both read that book and seen uh, uh, that movie, so I, I I feel like some of the concepts of this uh, TV show is a very 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 long uh, version of of uh, the room. Uh, nothing wrong with that, but it's just like it, it brought me to mind, and I also I find it a little like. Uh, funny because this is also based on a book uh, and I have read uh, both uh, The Room and I have also read Liebeskind uh, uh, in Norwegian well enough uh, not that long time ago and those books are very close uh, in like uh, quality I would say but I think the show is, is leaning a little too much on 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 the room uh, uh, well, vibe. 
According to Amazon, it says, A woman held captive finally escapes, but can she ever really get away? Gone Girl meets the room in this page-turning yeah. number one international bestseller. So, like, yeah. it's got deeper aspects than the room does in the sense yeah. that, like, it goes more into, like, the psych- more uh, the psychology of, like, yeah. the whole thing than the room is a, a little more... Yeah, it, it has to combine Gone Girl with that. I think you have to put those right. on. Because it definitely is... Um, it's more in depth. That's just the best way to put it. I, I agree. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I saw all of this. Very good. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna keep watching it. I've only seen a couple episodes, but I'd give it a. Mm. I'd probably give it a, a. This is probably a seven. Yeah. Yeah, I will say uh, say seven and a half even. I would have probably gone lower uh, if I hadn't switched off the dub. Yeah. Yeah, but that's not really their fault, so yeah. there's that. Um, okay, uh, what do I want to talk about next? Uh, the Killing Kind? Yeah, The Killing Kind. Oh, yeah, I had an article about this. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, uh, what did the article say? Like I said, go ahead, i got to find it. <laughs> okay, oh, uh, so this is uh, following Ingrid, that is this... A uh, successful uh, barrister uh, that uh, is used to having tricky clients, uh, but then John comes to her life. Uh, he's a very charming, very good-looking, and extremely clever guy that is um, accused of controlling his ex-girlfriend. Uh, and uh, we follow the trial. Uh, we follow Ingrid. Uh, that, of course, uh, uh, gets uh, in uh, trouble uh, with Webster. A little too close, maybe? Okay. Uh, and then she tries to go away from that relationship. That is more or less what I want to say about it. Oh, all right. What would you, yeah. what would you give it? I, I heard it's pretty good. I just can't watch I it. I really, really liked it. Uh, I think it is one of those shows that I did not see coming. Um, I didn't know anything about this show uh, going into it. Uh, Colin Morgan that plays uh, John uh, Webster is really good. Uh, I'm going to give it an 8.5. Okay. Apparently, there's a Paramount Plus UK that is not accessible in the US, and that's why I haven't seen the show. Because ah. I have Paramount Plus, and I was I, you said, hey, this is on Paramount Plus, and I was like, okay, I'll go watch that. And so I go to watch mm. it, and I find out I would need a VPN to even watch the show if I wanted to watch it on a thing that I, I already pay for. That so, is so fucking weird. Right. <laughs> I think it's just like the, uh, you know, Netflix, uh, Netflix Norway and Netflix US that we run into that problem occasionally right. also, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I, I really, I really liked it. Okay. I'm sure, I bet you anything in like three weeks is going to come to US Paramount. 
Right. Uh, but it's not there yet, so uh, I, I guess thought that we'll was talk about it then. Yeah, that's what I, I thought that was interesting to report, though, because I didn't even know yeah. there was a Paramount Plus UK. I didn't even know yeah, that was a thing. Yeah, because when I told you about it, I, I, I literally said, hey, you should check this out. It is on Paramount And Plus. I looked it up, and it said... Yeah. On, but <laughs> the thing is, when we were looking it up, it was before it actually was released. Yeah. So what we saw... Yeah, exactly. Who knows anyway. if that was true or not. Cool. Your turn. Uh, let's talk about uh, Gamora, the cartoon that's clearly just a Japanese cartoon <laughs> they put on Netflix without doing basically anything to it to no, revamp it in any way. Slant. And then they use like yeah. the worst AI generated dub on like the the dub on this is one of the worst dubs I've ever seen on any type of media Ever possibly, it's probably one of the worst uh, dubs I have ever seen in my entire life. Yeah, it's just, and then there's the one character who is American, so he's actually speaking like the lips mm-hmm. actually match up, and then everybody else the lips don't match up, but he mm-hmm. clearly is also being revoiced, like he's being redubbed, because they couldn't have like uh, done the whole show and then had the one American character. Or I guess there's three, like the bullies. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They couldn't have just like had that not dubbed. They had to redub everything. So then they redubbed the thing that already is in English. It was very, yeah, very stupid. <laughs> but also, let's let's be fair. It's not that good. Oh well, yeah. The, uh, the the animation definitely is like computer generated, like kind of not yeah great looking. The hair effects were kind of interesting mm-hmm. in certain people. Um, but yeah, the whole thing is just very. Uh, boring, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it's very trite and confusing. Like I don't, yeah. I was very confused by most of the plot of this because, yeah. like, they find a turtle and then the turtle is the thing, <laughs> but it isn't. But it is. It wasn't mm-hmm. the turtle, but they it, it likes them because they saved a turtle. I guess I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I really, really don't understand. <laughs> It's I I gave it two and a half loop. No, this just felt like we're we need something to put on our service because they're not making any TV shows right now. Right. Yeah. I gave it two and a half. What did you give it? I gave it a two. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm going to talk about uh, the most interesting thing I saw this week. Uh, wrestlers. Uh, this is a Netflix documentary. Uh, about uh, wrestling in Ohio. Uh, this was really, really cool. I I thought this was very, very fun uh, to watch. Uh, I am definitely going to recommend this to Bill. Uh, I think he would like it. Um, is it about pro yeah. wrestling or is it about collegiate wrestling? No, no. It's, it's about... Uh, uh, fake wrestling. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I have never heard of Ohio Valley Wrestling in my entire life. Oh, uh, I have. Mostly, mostly because I'm not from Ohio. No, OVW uh, was the training center for WWE before they moved to Florida. Yeah. Yeah. That's where John Cena um, came out of and everything? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, I found out that in this documentary. Oh. Um, okay. Yeah, uh, I am going to recommend it to you as well, and give it a nine. Yeah, I feel like there was some big controversy with the guy that owned that place. Uh, 
Yeah. Yeah, there was. Uh, uh, they they have gotten new owners. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is uh, what this documentary is about. So. Right. Yeah. I do remember that whole controversy when it happened. Uh, mm-hmm. Something you recommended to me, Spy Ops on Netflix, which I probably never would have watched if you didn't recommend it to me. Right. Um, this is a also show a documentary. that definitely could just be a podcast. It doesn't need any of the visuals. For right? You to, right. You could just... <laughs> I guess except for the people in the episodes that aren't speaking English like, it is so weird. Yeah, you yeah. Could, like. There's no. It's very. Mm, I want to say it's CIA propaganda, but at the same time, it's also kind of like anti. Yeah, some of the people yeah. like I, they do a good job of getting interviews from both sides, right? Yeah, yeah, very much so. Yeah. So I think the at least the second episode was way more interesting than the first. The first yes. one was about the the people who went in to kill Osama bin Laden, which right. seemed like they were timing it right on the week that nine 11 happened to release. Oh this yeah. Also oh, definitely. Yeah. It was very much released in, in a way that I did not uh, very much like. Yeah. That's that kind way. of gross to like bank yes. on your, the ratings of your show on uh, thousands of people dying. Um, totally. But the second episode was super interesting about Noriega. So cool. Um, and they, you know, they cover, I mean, I also think it was kind of timed in the same way where, like, like we were talking about the Red Scare earlier. This has, mm. this is all has to do with, you know, Noriega and the uh, Sandinistas and stuff. Uh, yeah, that whole thing at the time, they kind of whitewashed a whole lot of it in this episode, but... I don't know. The whole the whole show itself is like I said, you don't really need any of the visuals. You could just like listen to the yeah. audio and get the exact same thing you would out of it. So I'd give it a um 4.5. I think that's uh fair. I also give it a 4. Uh but uh yeah. I think I think maybe 4.5 is a little bit If you want a vacuum or like make dinner and have something on in the background, this is a great yeah, show. This is for perfect. That. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, uh, the last show I'll at least watched before we talk about what we watched together is The Other Black Girl on Hulu. Okay. Did you watch this by no, any chance? I didn't hear about this. Uh, this really hits me out of nowhere. Uh, I would say it is a comedy drama mystery horror. Um, okay. It's it's uh, also based on a book. Uh, the casting in this is really, really, really good. I I really like the casting in this. Uh, it has a, a Rotten Tomato score of ninety four. I I I don't disagree with that. Uh, I really, really liked it. It is very uh, good spin on uh, things that I I like, like for example, uh, uh, like uh, a pressure of like office culture and things like that. It's very, um, it's it's a very uh, clever 
casting, and I think the cast is very engaging and very. Uh, uh, it's very harsh and very funny. I I I really really liked it. I am actually going to give it a nine point nine point five and say it's my favorite thing I watched this week. Okay, yeah, I'll have to check it out. Um, I really recommend this. Really. Apparently, really this is cool. also based on a book. Is what yeah. I'm yeah. I did, it's weird, because I went on Hulu and looked at TV shows. You know the thing about, like, your homepage? It just doesn't recommend mm-hmm. things to you sometimes, even though you want to see them. You know, yeah. That's annoying. I'll check it out. Actually, I'm going to add it to my list for things to see next week, right now. Yeah. yeah. The other black girl. Okay. Do you uh, have anything more? No, but we did watch episode four of The Love Experiment. <laughs> The best show on TV right now. <laughs> Currently the best television program on television. Is it on TV? We don't actually know because we watch it online. It may not even be on TV. We, we, we think it probably isn't. <laughs> it's probably just an online thing, maybe. I don't know. Nobody else seems to be... like We can't even find other people talking about this show. So that's why it's it so is. good to us. I have to say that this show irritates the fuck out of me, but I I am really lo- looking forward to see it every week. Uh, it's a little like uh, I, I I compare this to your very annoying little sister. Like you love her, but fuck is she annoying? Um, but yeah, what is this episode about? Episode 4, Justin tries to reassure Paige after he reveals a (laughs) red flag. Mm -hmm. The men who... The men woo the ladies at open mic night and the ladies... Mm -hmm. Is it open mic night or is it a talent show? We're not really sure. (laughs) We will talk about that. And the ladies choose one man each uh, for a romantic group getaway. That's... Yeah. They choose one man each for a group getaway. Yeah. Yeah. So they're not like... They're not... Getting an individual date, which I'm assuming is right. going to come in, come like next episode, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, this show, <laughs> well, this show makes absolutely zero sense, and I think one of the reasons why I say that so blatantly is that they don't fucking know what this show is about. Uh, they have no clue what this show is about at all. <laughs> they, they. At the beginning of this episode, episode, yeah. At the beginning of the episode, we had to rewind it because I was like, "Did they just say that she kept the guy (laughs) that she totally got rid of last week, or or Mm. the opposite that they that she got rid of the guy that she totally kept?" Because last week, (laughs) she there was one of the three women who wasn't able to pick when they went to the hall, Mm -hmm. and it was because she didn't get rid of one of the three men she already was choosing to date, but then mm-hmm. uh, at the beginning of this episode, they say that she did get rid of him, but they mm-hmm. that didn't happen, so they literally are retconning episode to episode what's happening in the t- they're like, they're, this show is gaslighting us, literally gaslighting us as saying that didn't happen, nope, that didn't we're like, we, li- we just watched it what do you mean it didn't happen? <laughs> That is exactly how it feels. Oh. <laughs> the show is like, you, 
didn't say this. Yeah, you, you, that didn't happen. No, 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 no. And then uh, clearly it's all fake because uh, the three characters that end up getting picked for this date are the yeah. three people we've seen the very least Nothing. of the entire time. Nothing. Right. Like, I have literally, there was, I, 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 uh, uh, one of the guys that gets to go uh, on the date, uh, uh, I literally go to uh, look and I say, who is he? <laughs> right. Yeah, no, they, they needed to get their the characters in the show because they, right. these are clearly just paid actors and they didn't have enough lines. So they're like, we need an episode <sighs> where we just get these characters in because we've been paying so much attention to everybody else except them. Right. And we're never going to see them again after this episode. I guarantee you this is the last time we see any of these guys. It felt very much like the producers were like, hey, we need uh, this uh, now. So you have to pick those people. Otherwise, and, and it, we also, won't have a show. Yeah, yeah because it'll oh, yeah. just be you like this guy, and then you date him. Because that's how actual dating works, right? Right. Yeah. So don't follow that fucking concept. You have to follow our concept. Uh, but yeah, no, this is so fucking weird. It's just like, especially with the people that they choose, they very clearly choose people they don't really like. Even, especially one of the women goes like. I regret choosing this guy. Well, yeah, like, because she's the one that didn't sleep with the guy an episode right. ago, but oh, they God. clearly did, like, at least hook up. <laughs> they spent the night together. We know that 100%. Yes. And then mm -hmm. she picks a totally different guy, and then that guy's like, uh, what? That's kind of not cool, but at the same time, I'm on a television show, so I can't act like, yeah. you know, right. And he more or less calls it out as well. At the like end, he, right. Yeah. I mean, he has become my new favorite after uh, they got rid of Justin. And the one guy reveals his red flag. That was the other thing on here? Right. Was it a red flag? Uh, so, the story is that when he broke up with his ex-girlfriend, he slept with his ex-girlfriend's sister. That right. is the red flag we're talking about. I don't think that's a red flag, but I'm a tiny bit weird, I guess. I, I think it's more of like a... It's, I guess it's a red flag in the sense that like you don't have any respect for other people, I guess. Is that what he's trying to say? Sure. But like we Maybe. don't know the context of that at all, except for the fact that he's saying it as a red flag, so is he's basically right. just telling on himself, right? And the thing is, like, <laughs> she got so angry, and it's it, I. I think this is one of the things that we were like talking about, you and me. Is like, she doesn't want to hear the truth. She wants him to lie to to, to her. Like he he literally asks, like, do you want me to lie to you? And she more or less goes, yeah, I want that. Yeah, that's what I, I think, is it a red, I guess my point is, is it a red flag in this sense because he's being real about it? He's like, right. I think he actually did feel bad that he did that. So yeah. in that way, it's, yeah, it's not, it is a red flag, I guess, but at the same time, if he's willing to fess up to it so easily, then he, obviously it's a issue for him. I don't know. It's just, that's very weird. 
Like I said, it's all fake. I don't even know why oh, we're yeah. overthinking this. I mean, they called it a talent show and open mic night like 20 different times, and they didn't even know what the hell was happening. <laughs> so, so, so <laughs> Half the people end. thought it was a talent show, half the people thought it was <laughs> open mic night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's talk two seconds about that. So so the thing is, like, when, when, when the guys uh, get uh, noticed that they're doing something else, we get to see where they are, clearly extremely confused of what is going on because nobody is like telling them what is going on because the, the competition make... to decide the 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 date is the talent show slash right um open mic night open mic yeah. but nobody is it's not structured in any way to like this is how you win this is how you there's no like judges right except for the women yeah yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah and 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 uh, I mean, if they uh, would have ch chosen it purely on talent, one of the guys that gets picked does absolutely nothing. Literally nothing. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, like he he sits there and stares at her, and she finds that attractive. So, yeah, it just there, like I said, there's no actual structure to like. No. And it wasn't like they acted like they were in some bar but it clearly was they just like threw i don't know a random couch in a warehouse somewhere right. and they were all just yeah. yeah it's it's very clearly they're not really supposed to be in there yeah well uh, maybe it was a real bar but it was empty for emptied out for the day or something right yeah, exactly Anyway, this show is amazing i can't wait uh, to see how it ends i have absolutely no clue I don't even know what's happening, so I don't know how I could even predict how it would end. <laughs> My don't guess you is love it when people go, "Hey, I don't really understand this show, but I love watching it." <laughs> I feel like this is my prediction because we only have a few episodes left. Is that the main, our main character of the three women is going to end up single? She just feels like oh, she definitely. is going to end up oh, single. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I think we, we we call that pretty early, to be fair. The other two are getting along with everybody, but she just doesn't even seem like she wants to, like, uh, engage. Yeah. Right. Totally. She's not really interested in being there, so there's that. She likes being on TV, maybe, but other than that, yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyway, uh, let's talk about assholes. Uh, Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis apologize uh, because they sent uh, very nice letters uh, about Danny Matterson, a convicted fucking rapist. Apparently what? they sent it, the, the letters were sent after he was, uh, after he was found guilty, but before he, yep. the sentencing. So like he had already been found guilty of these charges yep. He just hadn't, they hadn't decided how long he was going to go to jail for. And right. the reason they sent this was for leniency, saying, uh, we intended, this is from them, we intended the judge to read and not to undermine the testimony of the victims or re-traumatize them in any way. We would never want to do that. We're sorry this has taken place. They're basically saying, we didn't mean for this to get leaked to the public. Uh, yep. That's exactly what That's it embarrassing means. for us that this got leaked to the public yeah. that we were defending yeah. a rapist. <laughs> right. Yeah. There's a lot of discussion uh I it's very 
speculative and very TikTok drama, but people are saying that they think these two were blackmailed by the Church of Scientology. What do you think about that? Oh, definitely people think that. Uh, I follow people that are very anti-Scientology on, right. uh, on uh, YouTube, and uh, I love watching their stuff because I'm very anti-Scientology as right, well. Right, okay. Uh, but it's it's I I find it very compelling. Uh, I I I I I have absolutely no problem saying uh, seeing that that could be true. But the question is then, if that is true, what do they have on them to blackmail them with? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There you go. That's a, another whole angle to it. You got to know how to fold them. You got to know because why else would you do this? Yeah, it's just so crazy. The whole thing's crazy. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking as well. Like, it has to be something really, really, really bad. Or it's nothing at all, and they're just super cringe, and uh, I don't know why they... Like, why would they do this? Why would they do this if they... Like, why? Why would you do this? That's my only question. Right. Yeah. Well, let's talk more about criminal assaults, I guess, <laughs> because that's what we talk about on this podcast. Uh, Todd and Julie Chrisley are uh, criminal assaults. Uh, uh, what is it about them? Uh, they have shaved a year off of their current prison terms. The couple was convicted in November of 2022 on tax and bank fraud. Uh, they reported to prison last January. It's been eight months since the television stars Todd and Julie Chrisley reported to federal prison to serve a combined 19-year sentence, and they've already had their release dates moved up by a full year. Um, Todd Chrisley was sentenced to 12 years in prison, and his wife was sentenced to seven, but neither of them had to report to prison until after the holidays. Uh, As of Thursday... uh, He's scheduled for release January 22nd, tw- uh, 2033. Okay. Wow. I, I don't know. I have to I, say, it, it, has, it, it ha- has to be super nice to be rich in America. Right. I think that's probably what it is. And they're probably in some super nice posh-ass prison also. Right. It says uh, Pen- FPC Pensacola, which is in Florida... Right, Pensacola, Florida. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming federal bureaus of a minimum security federal prison camp is what I'm at the website right now. Uh, mm. Total population of inmates 420, 420, 420. Hey, Blaze, yeah, good, good for them. Yeah, this I, yeah, definitely I, looks I, like a low. Like this is not. This is like a. <laughs> this looks like an apartment building. It doesn't even look like a prison. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you you're looking at pictures of Norwegian prison. Is what you're trying to tell me? I'll send you the thing right now. Here, uh, let's see in the chat. Yeah. Oh, there you go. This literally looks yeah, like uh, just a regular apartment building I would see in any city. It doesn't what? look like a prison at all. <laughs> no. I, I, it's not mine to live in there. That's like what I am thinking. There's a deck, you know, like a, it's like nicely landscaped and yeah, yeah, that's, that's a prison apparently for rich people in America. Yeah. How much do you think they'd be a day to 
<laughs> Pay for him to be there? I don't. I have no idea. I'm. I'm going to guess, and uh, it's some thousands of dollars per night. To have him, because the state. Think- uh, this is. I'm assuming state run. I don't think this. Well, you know. Oh, uh, you don't think it's private? Uh, I don't know. It says .gov in the website name. Yeah. So it's got to be well, a government. I, yeah, federal. Maybe it's they a pay federal. Federal. This is a federal prison. It's not a state prison. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Maybe they pay a little under the table. Uh. Okay. Let's talk about the other uh, criminal. Oh, not criminal. Uh, just assholes. Uh, Jimmy Fallon is uh. Uh, uh, reportedly has apologized for uh, his toxic uh, environment, work environment. It says here earlier, uh, it was reported that working conditions under The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon have been toxic for years, primarily due to the behavior of the host. Two current and 14 former employees were anonymously interviewed about their experience, including one person recalling a time when Fallon scolded a crew member and guest guest Jerry Seinfeld told him to apologize, which prompted Seinfeld himself to issue a response. Now words come in that Jimmy Fallon has issued an apology for his behavior to his staff. Right. Apparently he just... A big jerk, which I'm not really that surprised by. <laughs> yeah, what is it with the uh, uh, host of a uh, talk show uh, that is assholes? Like, first uh, Ellen, now him. It, I think it's this, like, people who come off the way they do with this, like, specific attitude, attitude of, like, fake happiness, like, toxic, this toxic positivity, which I see both in Ellen and him. This very toxic, positive mm-hmm. vibe where it's like everything's, I'm super happy. I'm super, look at me. I'm so happy in front of people. But then when you really look at them, they're like the most miserable, horrible person ever. Uh, I think that's what it is, is having to put on that image of being like the happy person all the time. That when you're off camera, you want to be, it's like, I'm this person now. I'm a different person. I think it's like a weird psychological thing that's happening. That's what I think. I don't know. Hmm. Hey, I'm reading a book uh, from Audible at the moment uh, called uh, Lies uh, My Teacher Told Me. Have you heard about uh, this book? Uh, no. It, it sounds familiar popular. for some reason, though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it has uh, sold 2 million copies. Uh, it was uh, first published in 1995. I'm reading Lies My Teacher Called Me, the second edition. Uh, it is by Dr. James uh, Lowey. Uh, seven, uh, 17 hours and uh, 36 minutes. Very, very interesting about uh, uh, the American uh, his historical high school system. Uh, going through like uh, what... Uh, was really going on uh beginning with like uh colombian history and reaching characters and things like that it is very very interesting uh yeah and you can get that book 
for 110% free. If you go to audibletrial.com slash ADC, that's audibletrial.com slash ADC, or you can get any other uh, media with sound in it. Uh, if you can, so uh, you get to keep a uh, book, uh, but uh, uh, you will still support us. So go to audibletrial.com slash ADC. All right, movie round. I saw a movie that you have to see because it's the best movie ever, and you know it's a good movie when it has the best actor in it, King Batch. You know that it's going to be a good movie when it has King Batch and T.I., the rapper, in it also. You know that is going to be a quality film, right, Fro? I mean, King Batch is never in anything bad. I have a feeling that you're lying to me. What? No. This isn't a movie that's uh, an anti-vaccine movie either. Um, It's Mm. definitely not. It definitely wasn't made like multiple years ago and is now just being released. uh, And it definitely doesn't have 21% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, yeah, this is a terrible film. Right. It's called Fear. I don't know when the hell this was made, but they're talking about like oh, you don't need to wear... They go to, like, a cabin. They're like, we don't need to wear masks here because we're up in a, in, in the woods, so we don't have to wear masks because... I, yeah, like, it had to have been made, like, three years ago or something. Um, An electoral It's very bad. Okay. Very uh, poorly done. It's definitely a 1 out of 10, I would say. Maybe even lower. Um, it's... Ooh. It is out of date, badly acted... Badly put together, uh, the there's some comedy, I guess, kind of in it, but it's not really supposed to be a comedy. The whole thing is about they these people go to this cabin uh, for a, a getaway weekend, but it turns out that it's haunted and it exposes their deepest fears. That's why it's called fear. So each one of them is like being haunted in a different way because they each have different fears right so it's like a psychological thriller yes well it came out this year like i said i don't think it was made this year i think i think it was made many years ago and wasn't released for a reason (laughs) because it's terrible uh yeah it's definitely worth checking out just because of how bad it is it came out um let's see january 20 27th 2023 so okay very beginning of the year Hey, uh, hey, look, do you want a movie uh, with dogs that are voiced by uh, Will Ferrell and Jamie Foxx? Yeah, I actually do want to see this movie. You you say that, but I, I'm interested to see this movie. <laughs> okay. I saw uh, a movie that has two uh, titles for some strange reason. It's called Doggy style in Norway, but it's the original title is Trace. Can you explain to me why the fuck it has a Norwegian title in English? That is weird, I guess, and especially when it, I guess it's because it's a dirty, it's supposed to be like a dog movie for adults, so doggy style, I guess, makes right. sense, but. They didn't mm-hmm. do, want to do that for America, probably, because people would get offended by it. 
whereas in Norway they wouldn't not. get offended. That's my only thought. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, don't have very high hopes for this look. Uh, it is funny. I will say that. Uh, uh, it also has uh, Isla Fisher and R- Randall Park mm-hmm. uh, as voices. Uh, will Forte is in it uh, as himself, more or less. <laughs> it almost felt like. Oh. Okay. Uh, uh, but yeah, I, I am not going to say that I don't recommend it. It's about uh, an abandoned dog that teams up with another straight to get revenge on. Uh, his former owner. Um, that is more or less the 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 plot of it. Uh, I, I thought it was very brunchy and very very uh, uh, funny. I I I do think. Uh, I think my biggest problem with it is that it's trying a little too hard. Um, yeah, it's very much like trying to to. You remember that movie where kids uh, were like cursing every sixth uh, second? It felt a little like that movie. Uh, and uh, I, 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 I thought the plot was so so, uh, but I'm I'm still going to give it a six point five. It's not a bad bad movie. It's just like yeah, don't have too high expectations, I guess. Okay. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, as you heard, uh, that movie review was amazing because of the sound. was so good. Such good audio quality you had there, Robot yeah. Pro. <laughs> yeah, we don't, have, we don't have audio issues whatsoever. Right now I'm talking to, to Luke on Skype, uh, and he's recording it on clean feed because that makes 110% uh, that is so logical. Yeah, it definitely. I don't. We have no clue what's going on, but something's up with your sound drivers or sound card or something. Because we were, you were having problems with your headset before the show, and now the your mic is getting all mixed up with different programs. I, I don't. It's all started when we opened an insider article. The whole thing is very confusing. <laughs> it's so weird. Uh, it's probably the Chinese and uh, the, the Russians. That is, it is probably the Chinese. I mean, that, yeah. that makes the most sense to me. Yes. So we're totally going to skip everything from now on. Uh, we wish you all uh, an amazing night. We promise that we will come back next week, probably with better sound. How Hopefully we can figure this out. I mean... Yeah, that would be good. <laughs> okay, uh, from Norway, I am from. From the US, I'm Luke. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Bye, bye, everybody. Another, di- another digital, another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. 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 Citizen.